it's Monica Dubay and you're in the Heal Your Mind podcast. Welcome. Today I want to get into a topic about unconditional love and what it means and about attachment, how to be free of attachment, meaning the thing that causes us to suffer whenever things don't go the way we think, what we want to have happen, and we find ourselves in pain because we're hoping and expecting and thinking it has to be that way. And that is where all the pain arises from, is the conditioned mind. The mind that says it has to be this way, or I'll be unhappy. Or when that happens, I'll be happy. You see, that's all resistance to what's so, or what just totally is happening right now in this moment. So I'm reading from Paul Farini's book. It's channeled. And it's called Love Without Conditions. And it's Reflections of the Christ Mind. And I really want to get into it because I pride myself (laughs) on being able to really manifest things that I want. And not just things, but experiences. I did things like going off to Europe when I was 20 years old, lived there for a whole year. Then I manifested going to New York City and I was, you know, studying music there. I had a lot of stuff. I just went, yeah, I'm going to do that and went and did it. And there was never a question in my mind as to whether I could. Now, often there was a question of whether I should, but then I just realized if I really want this, I'm going to do it. And I've always had a lot of courage to change my life kind of quickly when things appeared to be not working and I wanted a change, I would look at a way for me to have that change happen. But what I want to really get into is that when things don't happen the way we expect, it's very easy to find ourselves in judgment and pain and suffering. And I've been there too, so I get it. I help people really clear their minds from all this attachment to how things have to be, really learn how to be unconditional and learn how to change your life by shifting how you look at everything. So I want to get into what he says here, and this is channeled from the Christ mind. So take that as you will. Um, That's what it says, and I believe it. So if that's not what you believe, that's okay too. Just take in the information and see if you have a shift today, because I really want you to have a shift. It's the only reason I do this podcast is because I want people to shift their mind quickly and help them free themselves from the suffering. Okay, so it says this, people who excel in physical manifestation of their ideas learn to set realistic goals and to implement them in a flexible way, responding to the conditions at hand. So what does that mean? If you want to understand what flexibility means, watch the behavior of a young sapling in the wind. Its trunk is thin and fragile, yet it has awesome strength and endurance. And that's because it moves with the wind and not against it. So when conditions are right for something to happen, it will happen without great effort. It just happens. When conditions are not right, even great effort will not succeed. So moving with the wind requires a sensitivity to the conditions at hand. There are times to rest and retreat and times to move energetically forward. So, Have you ever noticed that sometimes you judge yourself when you need to rest 
or when you need to take time to do something, when you need to retreat and let go of your attachment to things working out the way you think they should. Often we put too much pressure on ourselves to produce and to go, go, go. And it leads to burnout. It leads to people really feeling that something's wrong with their life. When in fact, they just haven't learned how to go with the flow of things and let go of control. So knowing when to move and when not to move is a matter of common sense and intuition. Abstract thinking by itself cannot lead to true perception. It needs to be combined with emotional sensitivity. I heard someone say that today, that we're changing our center of the brain from the head, the cranium, to the solar plexus. That's the evolution we're in because we've got to embrace the fact that we are emotional beings and our emotions are a barometer to showing us where we are, where we need to stop, where we need to let go and where we need to really just get quiet and listen. To see things accurately, you must understand your emotional investment in a situation as well as ex external appearance or behavior. Both the inner and outer realities must be taken into account. Now, often we're just pushing and wanting the outer world to be the way we want it. And that's really not working very well. It's causing a lot of chaos on the planet. Now, what we really need to know is that they, they work simultaneously. Your inner reality and your outer reality work together, okay? At the same time, one isn't better than another. And the truth of this is the chicken wouldn't be there without the egg, without the egg right? They're both true. They both are created together. There's no linear time in creation. They manifest simultaneously. They're circular in nature. And not only that, but we have to learn that cause and effect are not separate. There's no time between cause and effect unless we put it there. So not only does cause determine effect, but effect also determines cause. So here's the thing. All either or questions must be answered in the same way. Supreme reality cannot be apprehended from a dualistic frame of reference. So stepping out of duality, out of objectivity, we get to see that reality is actually subjective. It includes both the inner subject, subjective reality and the outer objective reality, as well as their mutual spontaneous interplay. So all opposites are contained within it. So here's what I mean and what I think that we're being shown in this is that supreme reality is the creation of total acceptance, total surrender, total all-inclusive love. There's nothing that is separate from it. Even when trees are uprooted and swept away downstream, there's no tragedy for there's no difference between the tree and the stream. 
In contrast to the flow of supreme reality, there is something we call resistance, which gives birth to various conditions. Distinctions, comparisons, and judgments arise, and the natural flow is interrupted. So, the nature of supreme reality is to say yes. It has a natural exuberance and enthusiasm. It would take all things with it. It's happiness personified, for it takes everyone and everything as itself. So, what is resistance? Resistance is when we say no. By nature, it brings conflict and struggle. When we disagree with the conditions of our mind or our lives, and we struggle against them and want it our way. It would oppose everything, and so it's unhappiness is personified. Where there's no resistance, there's no unhappiness. Unhappiness always resists some condition. It establishes itself on some interpretation for or against. The root of unhappiness is attachment. I'm not asking you to give up attachments, all of your attachments. That's not even possible. I'm simply asking you to become aware of your attachments and your perceptions and your interpretations for or against. And I'm simply asking you to notice how you've made your happiness conditional. So if you really want to understand the unconditional, look at the tree moving in the wind. That is the best metaphor you will find. The tree has deep roots and wide branches. It's fixed below and flexible above. It's a symbol of strength and surrender. Now you can develop the same strength of character by moving flexibly with all the situations in your life. Stand tall and be rooted in the moment. Know that your needs are there, but allow them to be met as life knows how. When something happens and you're so disappointed and you think it shouldn't have happened that way and you get very upset, you're in hell. It's letting go of that need to have it be the way you think it should be. That things just happen. And you can go with it or fight against it. It's up to you. Don't insist that your needs be met in a certain way. This would help a lot of relationships. Just saying. Because if you will, if you do, you will offer unnecessary resistance. When you insist that you know what's best for you or someone else, you're actually lying. You're creating a resistance and a conflict with just how things are unfolding. And I know it's really easy to do because we've been trained to think we have control over everything, and we don't. The trunk of the tree snaps when it tries to stand against the wind, right? So don't insist that you have it your way. Move in the wind. Your life is a dance. It's neither good nor bad. It's a movement, a continuum. And we're meant to be having a lot more fun. And we're meant to be in the innocence of life because we are indeed innocent. And we are like children. And we need to dance. You need to dance with life. You need to play with it. See what happens. If something devastates you, be totally devastated. Go for it. Feel it totally and let it release right through you. I get how powerful this can be. 
because dancing is going to keep going on with or without you. The dance will go on and you are a part of it if you choose to be. Can you feel this? It's a simple dignity. I encourage you to enjoy the simple grace of being alive. If you're seeking a greater meaning in life, you will be disappointed. Beyond the dance, there's no meaning. Beyond the flow of what's happening and not happening, there's no meaning. All conditions open of themselves to the unconditional. Simply be open and present and you'll fall into the arms of God. (laughs) It's so much easier than resisting life and resisting circumstances and people and how they are and how they think you think they should be. Just let them go. Let it be. But resist even for a moment and you're going to get caught in a needless tangle of your own making. I about do this to myself. So this world is neither joyful nor painful, or you may say it's both at once, but this world is a birthing place for the emotional and mental body. Physical birth and death simply facilitate the development of a thinking, feeling consciousness, which is responsible for its own creations. So it is absurd to deny the importance of this birthing work, right? It's equally absurd to glorify it. There's no human being who participates in the journey of birth who does not experience both joy and pain. Are both necessary? Absolutely. Without pain, the mother would not expel the baby from the birth canal. (laughs) And without the joy of the newborn life, the pain would have no meaning. But do not say this is a place of pain or this is a place of joy. Do not seek to make of your experience what it is not. Stay away from interpretations, which would have you embrace only one end of the spectrum of life. My experience here was no different than yours. I did not conquer pain. I surrendered to it. This is Jesus speaking, by the way. I did not overcome death. I went willingly through it. I did not glorify the body, nor did I condemn it. I did not call this world heaven or hell, but taught that both are of your own making. I entered the dance of life as you have entered it to grow in understanding and acceptance, to move from conditional love to the experience of love without conditions. There's nothing that you have felt or experienced, dear brother and sister, that I have not tasted. I know every desire and every fear, for I have lived through them all. And my release from them came through no special dispensation. Be willing, participate, touch and be touched, feel everything. Open your arms to life and let your heart be touched. That's why you're here. When the heart opens, it's filled with love and its ability to give and receive is no longer based on anything external. It gives without thought of return because giving is the greatest gift and it receives, not for itself alone but that others may experience the gift too. The laws of this world no longer limit man or woman who is heart, whose heart is open. And so miracles happen, not through any special activity, but merely as an extension of love itself.
Deep breath. <sighs> Miracles do not come from linear sequential thinking. They cannot be planned. One cannot learn to perform them or receive them. Miracles come spontaneously to the heart that has opened and the mind that has surrendered its need to control or to know. For the mind of God is innocent and all-giving. It cannot withhold its supply from you, for you are a part of it. It knows you not as separate. Like a parent looking upon its only child, it looks upon you with steadfast love and affection. Reach out and receive these gifts it calls to you, but you do not heed its call. In your frustration, you do not hear the divine voice calling to you. As you look around the conditions at the conditions of your life and find fault with them, you're not aware that the unconditional love of God surrounds you. Yet, no matter how far you may feel from God, you are but one thought away. And right now is the moment of your salvation. Right now, in this moment, you're either listening to the voice of God or you're needlessly enmeshed in your own psychodrama. Right now, you're either happy or you're finding fault with the circumstances of your life. Let yourself be present to your thoughts and ask, am I aware of God's unconditional love for me right now? And if the answer is yes, you'll feel the warmth of the divine presence in your heart. And if the answer is no, your awareness will cause you to remember that presence and draw it to you. This simple practice cannot fail. Try it and see for yourself. As you learn to be open to the present moment, you will become increasingly aware of the divine presence in your mind and experience. Your personal purpose will unfold in this expanded consciousness, helping you to understand how you can be best be of help to yourself and others. Circumstances will come into being right before your eyes. The appearance will often seem perplexing, but you will not judge. You will not find fault with yourself or with others. You will learn to surrender to the situation at hand, doing the best that you can and resting in the strength of your own surrender. More and more, you're going to entrust the outcome to God and know that your gift is always acceptable as it is. Is, it is always enough. Thus, the time of self-crucifixion will come to an end. <laughs> And peace will return to your mind. Yay. Then you will see me as I really am. For then you will have given birth to the Christ within yourself. I await that moment with great joy and certainty. For that is the moment of truth. That is the end of all separation. That is the end of all suffering. Wow. I am almost in tears. My life in my mind right now are a testament to learning how to let go and let God and stop railing against it. Stop making it wrong when something doesn't work. Kids don't show up for Christmas. Your plans are dashed. Someone leaves you or someone hates you. It's all part of the game. It's all part of this beautiful dance. Be aware your own mind is all-powerful. I'm going to keep it short today because I really feel the power of this message is something we all need to take in. 
and receive. So I bless you and thank you for listening today. It's only a 20-minute episode, and I hope it served you to help you learn how to be like a sapling in the wind and let go of your resistance, your judgments, your fears, and your pain. All my love. I'll see you next time. Bye for now. Thank you.